Hey, hey, come on over. Have some fun with Crazy Sad Moth Podcast. Welcome to the Sad Moth Podcast. I'm Patrick. Uh, gentleman to my left is Emmanuel. Hello. And I got a little opening question for you. Okay. Uh, favorite movie soundtrack, excluding Digimon the movie, which had the all-time greatest soundtrack. That's a hard one. Um, I really like Kill Bill's soundtrack. They have a... Uh... They got Shoot Bang Bang? Yeah, that's a great one. They have uh, that cover of uh, Please Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood. That's a good one. Uh, I don't know who made that song. Was it the... Who made that animals? song originally? Animals? Yes. I think I it was think the so. animals, yeah. It is suffering from a lack of any bare naked ladies. Smash Mouth. Yeah. And um, Fat Boy Slim. Yeah. For my liking, but admittedly good. Um, gentleman to my right, Noah. Keystone, Keystone Bro Noah. <laughs> Keystone. <laughs> How's that wide mouth bodied ale you're drinking? Smooth brewed Keystone Light is always yeah. smooth. Do you like have any favorite? That was a hoppy gargle. <laughs> you got a lot of hops in that mm. gargle. Favorite movie soundtrack? Lost in Translation. You told me not moments ago. I you thought had of, no. I thought of Lost in Translation. You said you were gonna go with Shrek because you knew no other soundtrack. Well, I thought of Lost in Translation. It's I, all shoegaze. It's pretty good. Is it not a, even a good movie? I've never you seen it. I've heard so? good things. Nah, it's boring as shit. But the soundtrack, like rev- like according to Noah Wong's paper about shoegaze, was part of the reason. Shoegaze came back in the early 2000s. Oh, was it lost in translation? Yeah, because of that movie soundtrack. Hmm. That's interesting. That's very Yeah, it's all shoegaze. Noah Wong, credible source? Should I say Sad Moth and Noah Wong? Yeah, Dude. we were going to put that paper on Sad Moth, and then we didn't. So. <laughs> a lot of things. Uh, so, I guess opening questions is um, what we're working on with the format. So, I wanted to ask you guys, what do you want for your opening topic? We got, we got a few choices oh. to choose from. Um, we got Adele pass a little slightly old news. Adele passing on the Super Bowl. Um, we have um, your f- favorite visual albums, and do you think they're going to make a comeback? Considering the two highest aggregated on Metacritic albums released this year were both visual albums. And uh, any takes on Ed Sheeran being the second artist sued by the Marvin Gaye estate? Got any 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 picks among the three? Do Adele. Adele, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you picked Adele. Because mm. I'm very interested in this story. Recently got very big into football. Um, go Packers. Really? Very very recently got very big into football. I've personally I've always been a fan, but I've, I did not. Hannah and I I've been watching the preseason games too. It's, it's pretty 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 nice. Uh, but oh, go ahead. I was gonna give you a little background on the story first. Adele at a concert. Um, she's talking about how she was offered the Super Bowl, she passed on it, fans booed her, NFL later made a statement denying oh. she was ever invited, but really why would she lie? I'm, I'm pretty sure she was probably invited. It wouldn't make sense for the, her to invite her. Um, people are mad that Adele passed on the Super Bowl. Do you think she should have performed? I don't know why anyone would ever want to perform at the Super Bowl. Really? Why? 
I don't know. The, the problem with it is that it's so planned and so scripted out that, because it's on like national television and everything. So, I mean, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, they were under some pretty big flack for like uh, not playing live music. Yeah. No one plays live music at the Super Bowl. Not it's anymore. pre recorded. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of maybe hurting to your art image. Like, if you want to be an artist that's authentic during their concerts or stuff like that, so. That makes sense. I was going to say, what would she really perform? I don't know if her music is incredibly suited towards the Super Bowl. She could play Skyfall. Skyfall would be perfect, but it's a lot of ballads. It wouldn't just be her, though. There is, but I, it's I'm never saying, just one. There's not a lot of room for, like, Slash to come out and start. Oh, that would be you horrible. Know? Like, that would be, that's that'd be true. bad. Um, there isn't a lot of Slash potential. There's not a lot of Slash potential. Slash potential. I think she should do it. It's the Super Bowl. It's, it's bigger than Adele. Much bigger than Adele. Yeah. Much bigger than Adele. Yeah. Come on, man. The Super Bowl? It's the yeah. Super Bowl. It's like some of those are the most watched in television history. Up there with the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> All-time great. <laughs> Missy Elliott, Aerosmith. Did Missy Elliott perform at the Super Bowl? Last year. Whoa. I might, I, I, I it was that. like a little bit. It wasn't the whole thing. That brings yeah, me to a, sh- a shot-off question. Dream, I know you just said all Super Bowls are, are shitty, but Dream Super Bowl Act, again, excluding something, excluding Queen, because I think we can all agree Queen would be the best that's, Super Bowl show. That's true. There's no oh greater that's band. That's absolutely true. Champion. That's a fact. That we are the champion. We will rock you. Bohemian Rhapsody. Dude, you got, uh, no one bites crazy. the dust. All-time great. They already play those songs at sports games. So it's exactly. Like, Just bring it in there. All well, Dream Super Bowl act, past, present, future. Well, I think it would be DMX. Because I, for right. one, I've been talking about this a lot. And I think that the... NFL should just have DMX playing during the entire game. Just put on <laughs> DMX greatest hits. But Does he have the name recognition? Though? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> it would be within yeah. football, the football players That's and everything. Yeah. Think about how hard every hit would be. And oh, there's no bigger DMX fan than I. We were talking about no. You were bringing up the slippery slope of that, but about how like oh. Yeah. Well, like if you like if they could play music during the games, they would like play. DMX like on defense and then like or they would like play like dog whistles like when the, the opponent had the ball or something you know <laughs> they'd fuck with people God, I don't it's think a slippery be... slope a nah, slippery but slope. it's See, a slippery slope from DMX to like well that's why it has to stay really purely trash. DMX yeah that's true it's like an, a rule it's at that point DMX. though you know you're playing D- DMX doesn't have a very wide pool of quality songs <laughs> No, so no. at that point, you're running out of songs almost immediately. He's like the least lyrically talented rapper ever. Which brings me to our next topic. Thank you. Um, and that is Drake nominated <laughs> for Lyricist of the Year oh, in geez. the 2016 BET Hip Hop Awards, amongst other nominations. But do you think that's a fair nomination for someone who has admitted to having a ghostwriter? Is Kendrick Lamar nominated? Kendrick Lamar is nominated. Kendrick, let's be honest, Kendrick Lamar will take it. But the fact that Drake <laughs> it's not was... E- it doesn't even matter, though. The fact that Drake was nominated kind of devalues the thing. Noah, what's your take on this? I don't even listen to Drake, so... <gasps> like, I listened to the, the one, the, like, the mixtape. That was boring as shit, so... You're gonna have to... Yeah, he has a few mixtapes. Doesn't he just, like, whine about being rich? 
That's what I have heard. There is a legitimate song on his last record that he um, took a girl to Cheesecake Factory. They were fighting at Cheesecake Factory because um, I think like she was on her period or something and he wouldn't let her go buy tampons. So he locked the door. This is real life? This is real song in his last record. Oh, okay. Which one was that? I can't remember the title of the song. They all kind of blurred together on that last one. I didn't really, I didn't really care for, are we talking about, is that Views, right? That's Views, yeah. Yeah. Views, would you rather prefer the title Views from the Six or Views? Because I thought Views from the Six was better. I mean, probably from the Six, because I mean, he already has like that song. Like running through it. Now he's viewing it, dude. He's got a whole six theme. Yeah, six dialogue. I just don't like how people like act like he doesn't like do things to get like memed. Like he, oh, yeah. he's way more self-conscious of his like image Meme and like conscious. than people give him credit for. I think. Like all of that, like that the fucking hotline bling video. He knows, like, it's, like, he's doing, like, he's making that for it to be memed. Well, did you know that his, the first memes apparently were made by his uh, publicity team? Like, the ones where he's, like, throwing pepperonis on pizza. Now that's genius. Yeah. Yeah. To meme yourself. Apparently it's a marketing. First memes of that song, or just memes in general? He didn't create memes of him in general, right? No, just the That would be a bold move. But that, like went to having memes of Drake. Because there's that one where it's like him going like, ah, and then the other yeah. one is like, ah, like where he has a like grossed out face. And then listeners like, are going to love this. Yeah, listeners are loving the <laughs> so facial go, expressions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Bold moves. Bold moves for BET. My goodness. Hip Hop Awards, does anyone really watch? I don't know. I mean, honestly, this isn't a dig at the BET Hip Hop Awards, but I mean, is there a lot of merit to those awards? There's no merits to any awards ever. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. I always, especially the Grammys, but I think like... The Grammys don't matter. If we're talking about awards, the the, the great, the A-tier award shows are definitely, we got the the Mercury Prize, we got the Polaris Prize. Those are the great, for me, the A-tier. Those are British and Canada's, um, like, music awards, um, where they stay strictly within that country, the the music pool. Cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. It, it's, 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 a, it's a prestigious award. But we're talking about uh, bold moves. Um, American football. Infamous, I wouldn't say infamous, but famous, essential emo band um, are to release a new record this year titled American Football, which was the title of their seminal 1999 release. Is that a risky move? Are they setting themselves up for disappointment? They're going to have two albums sell two self-titled albums mm-hmm. and they're not going to have one blue one red one green no, it's just going to two self-titled ones that's gay there we go Start in the horse's mouth <laughs> I don't know it's not going to be as good as the last oh no there's no way that's what I'm saying <laughs> are they setting themselves up for failure mm-hmm. how old are they now this has been 17 years since the last one we definitely were like in their mid 20s when they made the last mm-hmm. one too, so, so now they're like this is like some midlife crisis shit, don't yeah. you think? I mean, it kind of is, and you know, it kind of. Do you think it, it tarnishes? The, I mean, this. Uh, I'm not. I have no side in this, but do you think it, it tarnishes the reputation of their last record? No. Called American Football. No, I mean, Probably not. that's like an Probably entirely not. like separate entity. Yeah, no. That but was a great record. It's likely 
that they're gonna fall into the same <sighs> issue that um, Violent Femmes did. You listened to that new album? I did, actually. Where it's just like, so much of their appeal is rooted in kind of their, their kind of the time frame they are in in their lives. Violent Femmes are kind of about like the raw teenage, yeah. angsty oh, yeah. thing. And same with American football in a very different way, but in kind of the same stage of their lives, they're kind of finding beauty in it. And when they're 45 now, you know, it doesn't work. Well, we're talking about, we just did a review on Weezer. Uh, oh, yeah. Go check that out if you haven't listened to that already. We did a review, Emmanuel's review, to be coming soon. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, Emmanuel and I liked it. I, I assume you yeah. still liked it. Um, that record, uh, they're all in their 40s still singing about the same things, and I think that worked out pretty well for them. In fact, I think that's exactly what fans wanted from them. It's still kind of weird. <laughs> it is a little weird. It's a little weird. Yeah, yeah. The Beach Boys did kind of the same thing, uh, where they're just singing about girls and cars throughout their entire career. Brian Wilson still sings about, you know, snuggling up with a cutie in your Ford going through a drive-through. Yeah, but those are like, with Weezer and the Beach I feel like they're not like, their music isn't specifically about an age True. like the American Football Self-Titled album is, or like Final Thumb Self-Titled album is, something like that. You guys ever listened to the album that came after Final Thumb's debut? No. no. Really cool. Christian. It's like half Christian record. Wow. Very Apparently Gordon Gano is very religious. He looks kind of like a troll now, though. He's got very thin limbs and a very fat body. <laughs> um, interesting. Very interesting, yeah. He's not aged well. Many peop- Most people don't age well. Um, let's see here. Got a, lot of, got a lot of stories to go through. Most of these are news stories. Yeah. Uh, a lot of music news that has happened recently, like the Ed Sheeran second artist to be sued by the gay estate. Marvin Gaye <laughs> is uh, sued for thinking out loud similarities to let get it on. Of course, the first artist was Robin Thicke and Pharrell, who lost their case um, for blurred lines. Who, um, what, what does the song sound like? Um, is it, like, do you guys see the resemblance? I haven't. For let's heard. get it on and thinking out loud? Yeah, I haven't heard thinking out loud before. Really? It's a pretty it? popular, so it's like, I'm not going to sing it. It's a pretty popular edging. Well, what is it? A baby now! Take me That song does not sound like... like it has it. it has similarities, which is what worries me. I don't think Ed Sheeran deserves that is, this case. No. I didn't think, regardless of how Robin Thicke is a person, I didn't think he deserved to lose that case. No. Do you that think one was a, at least, like, semi-arguable. Well, the, for that, for that one, they took, so? they took, they admitted to being influenced by that song, but the song itself didn't share any chord progressions or simula- that just, many similarities. This one has some similarities, but it's not enough to win the case. I just don't know how you can take a piece of music or art or whatever and say like, oh, your piece of art is like taking away from ours. So. No. Like, I mean, let's be honest, Let's Get It On is a better song than Thinking Out Loud. Yep. Yeah. It, like, people love that song and listen to it. It's way it's not, more popular it's than not that gonna, song. It's not going to stop being loved because of Thinking Out Loud. 
Do you think this is a good thing or bad thing for new music? I say bad thing. No. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Definitely a bad thing, but it's meant to protect old music, not help new music like the law, but the law's still stupid. It's popular music. Everything is very derivative of everything else. That's just the way it is. And because of stupid copyright shit that existed when people like wrote sheet music to sell because that's how you wrote songs it's dumb like you shouldn't be able to do it you shouldn't be able to sue someone even if they have the same chord progression and shit like that Sam Smith uh, Tom Petty thing I d- no I'm sorry somewhere Jake Stampin is smashing his fist into a yeah. wall but I don't I don't really care about the survival of people who make money on writing songs and not performing them. It's, it's, it's a weird thing. I don't know. Do you think I think Marvin Gaye's family is maybe, maybe a little money hungry? Maybe looking for those big bucks? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely looking for that money. There's no reason you sue two people for like million dollar cases. Within the f- like two years of each other. Yeah. Unless you're just trying to make money. High profile, I mean, too. Won. High profile cases. They won the Robin Thicke. You're goddamn right they did. So they shouldn't they... have won that one. Regardless of how bad a person Robin Thicke is. Yeah. I mean, that was such an easy song to like win a court case over, too, because it's just such a disgusting song. I think it's a good song. I don't agree with any of the things they say in that song. That song is a gross song. Yeah. It's, like, it's a rape song. It is. It's, it's, I mean, if you're just going out there, it is a rape song. Like, so it was not surprising to see someone win a court case over that. I mean, it's just, like, so easy to just hate that song. But Ed Sheeran on this side is, you know, he's, just, he's a cute ginger kid. He's an up-and-coming musician. I think... You think they fucked with the wrong guy. I, th- I think they fucked with the wrong guy. I am I'm very... I have an appreciation for Ed, Ed Sheeran. I, mean, I hope it doesn't delay any plans for any new record he's supposed to make. Um, I was wondering, anyone want to take any bets? Uh, I'm a big betting guy in the outcome of this case. You think it'd be a win or lose? If the Marvin Gaye estate wins, I'll chug the rest of this beer. <laughs> It'll be empty by the time. No, end. but you save it. I'll save it. You'll save that beer? I'll get a doggy bag to go. Save it. Put some saran wrap over it. Ooh, that's going to be so gross. I don't think I cannot take that bet. I can't not take that bet. I'm not, I'm not making that bet. God damn <laughs> You can't. Okay, new rule for the podcast going forward. You can't put out a bet and that's retract fair. the bet. Once the bet's you in really the air, the bet's the in the air. I didn't think about the beer going bad. Yeah, I'll give you that one. I'll let you retract that one. Because that was too juicy of a bet for me to for me to pass up. Sorry. But I'm going to have to pass that one up. If no one wants any bets, you know, I mean, I'm... Um, I think that... I mean, it depends. Because if really Ed Sheeran's fangirls rally, dude, there's nothing that will stop him. Fangirls. The power of the fangirls is strong. We got a few... For just for a minute, we got a good chance to rap our stories. Ooh. Again, I'm gonna give you guys a choice of which one we're gonna talk about because you know, we don't want we don't want too no, much chance. On the I think I know where you're gonna bring up, and we should talk about this. Okay, I, I know which one you know I'm gonna bring up, but there is a, a a very recent one that he talked about, which might be more in, interesting for a podcast. But you know, for the other one, I'm very heated. Let me talk, t- tell you about the other one. Um, on August 5th, ESPN is to present a panel about 
guns, violence, and law enforcement. For some reason, I don't know why ESPN is, is doing this, but the panels to include the Bulls, uh, one of their guards, Rej I'm going to butcher it, Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo. Uh -huh. yeah. yep. Isaiah Thomas is going to be on there. Uh, it's going to be in Chicago, and it was rumored that Chance was going to be on it. He's not, but he sent out a series of tweets uh, talking about responsibility. He stated, it is the responsibility of athletes and celebrities to talk about that and say it out loud, whether from on Twitter or at work or in the car. To It's their responsibility to talk about these hot-button issues. Um, or we can talk about my preferred story in that he launched Rapper Radio recently, which is a service that fans can request his music gets played on lo local station. The site generates a tweet that you can type in your city and it'll do it. His The quote is the thing that bothered, bothered me about this one. His, his, his tweet that he put out was, let's bring independent music to the airwaves. My main problem is you're not bringing independent music to the airwaves, you're bringing your music to the airwaves, which is sponsored by Apple. And you know, I'm just, which one do you guys want to talk about? Which one do you guys a little more? We should about? touch upon the first one first. Uh, yeah, I said. This one's a little bit more of a hot button issue. And, well, like, and personally, I just think that, like, artists can do whatever they want as far as, like, how politically involved they are, how, like, like, Chance, I honestly, maybe I don't follow him enough on Twitter. I haven't seen him be that political um, compared to, like, other artists and stuff like that. I don't follow many people on Twitter. Uh, I don't go on Twitter anymore but i mean there's not that much a tweet i feel can do no do you think it's the responsibility of athletes and so he said athletes too and celebrities to say all they can about hot button issues um i mean it can be i feel like we're past the kind of that moral high ground i don't know it used to be that way in like the 50s and 60s. Athletes were kind of seen as public figures, or celebrities were seen as public figures, and then a lot of them were it, tied to like strong politics too. Yeah, and then I don't know, like I think Charles Barkley was one of the first like big celebrities that was like really came out against like being um, just like deified and stuff like that, and being a role model. And, he, he would say he's not a role model and people shouldn't look up to him. He's just a person. And I think we've, we're way past expecting celebrities or having any obligation or them having any obligation to speak out, but they definitely have a lot of power and they have a big platform. Definitely sh they could and should do such things. So. I would say if you're qualified or kind of vaguely know what you're talking about, if you have a stake in the fight, I'm not saying every celebrity is required or responsible for things that they may not have any idea or care about, really. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I think it's also kind of an action speak louder than words thing, too. Whereas... Like, Actions do speak louder, much more louder than a tweet. Well, it's... I, loudly. I really like uh, a lot of different rappers that are doing stuff with like inner city kids. Like I was watching this thing about how RZA uh, from Wu Tang Clan, like he does this uh, uh, thing with like uh, urban area schools for 
kind of adding like a creative slant to science and math classes to make them kind of more like suitable for like kids that don't just think in ways that are like really book oriented and stuff like that. So they have made like raps for like memorizing different things. That's really cool. Yeah, it was it was a really cool piece and the I just really think that if you really want to make a big political statement, if you're a celebrity, like there's people that idolize you and maybe touching with them and showing them, um, I don't know, some wisdom that you have is really beneficial. And like that speaks a lot more than just tweeting out, oh, do this. I don't know though, that could rally people though if you send a tweet. To so it sounds like. Call to action. Surprisingly, I think we're all on, on sort of on Chance's side here. Good. That's good. I think that's cool. Did he say celebrities have to do this? He said, said it is a res- I think this is an, a near exact quote. It is responsibility of athletes and celebrities to say all that they can out loud, whether, at, whether from home, a car, on Twitter, or at work. It was the exact... Maybe not the exact tweet. Don't correct me on that. Uh. <laughs> but... Very close to the exact tweet. I wrote it down today. Dude, we're gonna get destroyed in the comments. They're honestly, come at us. honestly, there was that was quoting Chance the rapper, the uh, rapper, the people's champion, wow. self-appointed. Yeah. I know. Um, honestly, there is a segment I would like to do that I'm gonna rip off from another podcast with corrections. If you guys want to send in any corrections, all two of you who are listening, but we'll, we'll, we'll correct ourselves. Mean me and Manny. Yeah. If you guys want to correct anything I say <laughs> afterwards, really passive aggressively, go for it. Um, here's something I'm definitely more heated about. No, we're oh. stopping this. We're going to Nate's chicken. Nate is just, Nate Hill has just entered the room and he is eating. What are you eating? Nate? That chicken or turkey? It's, uh, turkey. It's turkey. It's turkey time. It's just turkey? Yeah. Where'd you get it? I'm at work. There's a leftover. That is some damn good looking turkey. All right. Can I get a piece of that turkey? We're going to pass this around and we're going to give a good old sad moth rating of right. Nate's turkey. Let's give it a fork. I mean, a score. I have already eaten a morsel, and I got a lot of fat. Ooh, but... I definitely want a lot of fat. Um, it was a little too much can fat I have, for my taste, Can I have the bun? It is fantastic the visual bun? presentation. Okay. I'm giving it a 7.5 out of 10. Okay. So let me... Let me get Sorry. Let me get some of these turkeys. Make myself a little turkey sandwich. Okay. Okay. I think it's going to be a greasy. You got to narrate what you're doing. I know. Okay, so I, I put it in a little bun. Uh... Is that an onion roll? An onion bun? Let me tell you, I, I, I always go with the dark meat. I much prefer the dark meat over the white meat. I don't know about you guys. I'm take a little bit of it. A little soggy the bun, but makes it a little dry. Other than that, really a little chewy, a little pink in the middle. Gorgeous. It's brown. But can you really rate food on hypothetical good? 3.8. 3.8. Whoa. At 10? Oh, 3.8. I'd probably give it a, a 5. Great texture, great taste, excellent quality, 3.8. Alright, <laughs> back to the top again. No, I'm doing <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we got a break in between two chance segments, because this is the other thing. This is the only thing that really peeved me off today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And of course, it's something to do with Chance Rapper, which our blog seems to be an expert on. Chance launches Rapper Radio Service. I I, I, I told you guys yeah, the story. Yeah, you did. I already announced it. Um, this pisses me off in a lot of ways. Um, 
We're talking about bringing independent music to the airwaves. He is not in any way a representative for independent music at this point. He has an Apple sponsorship. You can't even download his album on Pip anymore. His new one. He had a he had a he had a record. He had a commercial on the Olympics. He is in no way, shape, or form a voice for independent music. If this was something that you could request any indie music gets played on the radio, I could see that. But people requesting people to play you, who are already this big hit, everyone loves you, that is in no way, shape, or form bringing independent music to the airwaves. What do you What are you guys' takes on this? I'm heated. I'm heated. I'm very heated about this. I think... I think he's really pushing that I'm the people's champ angle way too hard. And also, if you call yourself the people's champ, you're not the people's champ. He called himself, for the record, he called himself. That's what Emmanuel told me. That's true. He says that in his song. He says the people's champ has to be this. The people's champ has to not call himself the people's champ. But what are you guys' takes on this? I used to dance in high school. I used to pass on I still pass on I mean... I think the message of his music definitely has a lot that independent musicians can get out of. But I don't know. He was in a Nike commercial, and is that really what an independent musician is? is independent or? by definition is that you're not tied down to a label yeah. musically. So he's technically still an independent musician. In all but name, considering he's hopping on these Apple sponsorships, these Nike things. I mean, he has more privileges than any independent musician I've, I know about. I don't know. I mean, I don't really know a whole lot about Chance before 10 Day and stuff. I've only really listened to him on his mixtapes. So... I don't know how he made these connections in the music industry too. That he just also waves has. of hype, probably. Yeah, he's. I mean, that's another thing about music is hype. What do you guys think about the hype cycle? Yeah, well, a lot of albums are getting a lot of hype to it, or like we... Chance like randomly comes on stage at like a Eau Claire's or something. A lot of the hype cycle is being taken away now in lieu of surprise albums. Which kind of just focuses all the hype is bam one day and everyone downloads it rather than the drawn out release a few singles have an ad campaign and then put out the record is is slowly seeming to be excuse me dying off. Well, it's just the music industry trying to find something that's edgy mm. because nothing is selling records anymore. Taylor Swift was the only platinum selling release of last year. No, two years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. It seems like only really big names are getting to sell those gold records, those platinum records, you know. In the age of the internet, at least. And now they're starting to even count streams and YouTube plays. Not 100% of the YouTube plays, but streams as part of a record's charting sales. And also, well, that comes back to why Chance wants his music on the radio, because he wants to be able to get a Grammy. Oh, he wants that Grammy. He really does. He wants that Grammy. And the Grammys are like clearly an award show where like a bunch of like like music industry like kind of just like CEOs give out like 
awards for people making them just a shit ton of money. Don't even give me the Grammys actually take sales numbers into account yeah. for their awards. Also, um, if Will Smith wins a Grammy over Public Enemy for a song rather than a Public Enemy record, which did happen, your whole award show is devalued for me. Will Smith has a Grammy. You know who else has a Grammy? The Baja Men have a Grammy. The Baja yeah, Men have a Grammy for Who I Let mean, the Dogs Out. Oh we let God. that happen. Dude, that's a bad thing. That all in so all, like, the Grammys are really not that important, so I'm really confused on why. If Chance oh. is so anti-establishment as far as music goes, why is it that he wants the music industry's main award given to him, you know? Yeah. Why he, would he, he care? wants it bad, too. They're not going to give it to him. That should be a bet, whether or not Chance gets a Grammy or not. A Grammy or Record of the Year? It, 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 we're Those talking, are if we're two talking, hugely different things. Yeah, if we're talking specific Grammys, he's already up for uh, a BET award for Best Mixtape, which is kind of in the bag. He's getting that BET award. There's no, no, no need to bet on that. That's his uh, Grammy. That'd be very interesting because it is a mixtape that he's putting out. Do I want to make that bet? What are you betting? What are you betting? I'm not going to do album of the year. I'm just saying a Grammy. In Grammy in general. Okay. Would you're, you say he would or wouldn't? You're a betting man, Patrick. I love, I love bets. Love this. Love bet. Chance? I'm all oh, bets. God dang it. It depends. It really depends. Chance could like be secretly on a label right now. And this is just all this bullshit that they're selling us, you know? Do you think he could get the Grammy? Do you think he could get a Grammy? I'm gonna say no. You gonna say no? Don't wanna take that bet. Do I... Dang it, no, they're totally gonna give it to him. I don't know, that's a really hard one. I'll go with no. You go with no? Yeah, I'll, I'll stay with my first instinct. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with yes. Dude, is he at... I don't think he's eligible. Is I'm gonna hold that yes. I'm gonna hold that yes. Why would he not be eligible? I saw a petition that he's not eligible. Well, yeah, that's why I'm saying he's trying music. to get a. Uh, Shit, that's right. They do take the sales. But didn't account. something recently happen where he's now possibly eligible? I don't know. I just saw a thing that was like a petition to make him eligible. So I'm assuming he wasn't eligible at some point because huh. it's free music. Because it's not. Um, Can we talk about how fucked up that is? That free music can't be nominated for the Grammy? Well, it doesn't make any money. True. True. That's like the Grammys are all about making that money, making music. that paper. And it's not on, usually not on a label. So, like, no one's sponsoring that. The Grammys are just like... It's like, oh, who made us, like, a crazy amount of money this year? I'll make, I'll make this bet. I won't make that bet, but I'll make this bet. Do you think within a year... Chance will pop on a label. Ooh. Um. No. I'll stretch it to two years. Stretch it to five, I'll say yes. Because it's like his thing now. Even though, True. Like, it would take a while for him to grow, grow, grow out of his thing. I'll, I'll give you three. In three years, this, this is a long bet. He's going to do title. You think he'll get on that? I hope definitely. Oh, there's no title. way he's not going to get on that, man. He's, him and Kanye are Okay, close. so that's the bet then. 
Well, that, that I, you have to factor in whether title's gonna exist in three years. I'm. Let's just do that, man. We're making bets. Do you think title will exist in the next three years? I say no. I'm gonna give a no to that too. I'm saying I'll say yes. at least. I'll, I'll say at least it's sold. Someone is at least selling title to something. <laughs> you gonna say it is gonna be around? I'm saying years. it's gonna be around. All right. I'll bet. If I lose. Um, this is a big bet. This is a long-term bet. This is so a long-term bet. Bet. Losers have to buy a title subscription. Because <laughs> that That's is going to fucking hurt your wallet. It's yeah. like $20 a month. Yeah, no. What? Yeah. <laughs> you fucking kidding? In which case, we're totally going to win. Holy shit, dude. Are you taking Spotify that bet? was like 99 cents for three months. Are you taking that bet? Uh, if, okay, so... What about winners? What, what, so what if, if you, you got... if. No, so that's if if you guys lose, you have to buy a title subscription. If I win, I have to be I have to go around and just unironically pretend that I like think title is the best streaming service. And just on camera, we'll make a video. Yeah, I'll just like no, I, yeah, I'll make a video reviewing in, in Eric Andre style. Yeah, like a man on the, on the street. Yeah, yeah, we'll make a video. No, like just me going up to random people saying like. Oh, dude, title's great. <laughs> I just renewed yeah. my subscription. Okay. All right. Um, Noah, you take that bet? Yeah. I'm taking that bet. Let's lock in those bets. Lock in, lock in. We'll put in a sound effect for bet lock-ins, but we'll lock in those Three bets. years? Should we do it sooner than That's that? That's a long con. That's a long con. But honestly, it's not going to die out within a year. Probably. Three years. We'll, come, we'll remember. Three years is a reasonable time. Three years is a reasonable time. Um, what else do you got? Um, fun fact, sad moth fun fact. Did you guys know that the eighth track off Jamiro Kwai's Emergency on Planet Earth was engineered by Mark McGuire? Likely the same St. Louis Cardinals first baseman, Mark McGuire. Really? Yeah. God. Slugger. How old would he have been in 96 when that record came out? 95 or 96? Like 30. I'm not. It's likely. He was a man of the 90s. He set the single season home run record, dude. Big music fan? Big dance music fan? That's their first album. Blow your mind. Emergency on Eight minutes there? and 33 seconds. I'm not 100% on whether that's their first album. That is my favorite, Jamek Royale. I think I, rec I recommended that. Yeah, I got yeah. it. Calling out Sad Moth Nash right now. If you can provide substantial evidence that St. Louis Cardinals first baseman and slugger Mark McGuire engineered a Jamiroquai record. We will... We'll ship you that that Kendrick Lamar record that we never we shipped will. anybody. We'll ship you that. We'll give you You'll that. You'll get that. You'll own a Kendrick Lamar record. That'll feel good. That'll make me so happy. It's not true, but it'll make me Hey, happy. if we can provide evidence, Sad Moth Nation... <laughs> the sad, <laughs> that young, sad Moth Nation. That young Sad Moth Nation, let it happen. I mean, I got some stories on here that only I care about, so I mean... Dude, let's hear them. You want to hear them? Okay. This is literally something only I care about. This is music news and that I'm very excited for. Neil Young is to reissue, on vinyl and CD, three of his most seminal records that have never gotten at least a vinyl reissue. Um, for Time Fades Away, I don't even think they're on CD. Uh, don't correct me on that. I'm not 100% on that. But Time Fades Away... Did you say we're going to steal some bit? Where we're gonna do corrections or something. Yeah, but so I want to. I want to do correct me. Do correct me. If tell me if it's on CD. If 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 
If Time Fades Away is on CD, do your research. You know, I want I want some audience interaction. Time Fades Away, On the Beach, Tonight's the Night. Two of those records are in my favorite records of all time, On the Beach and Tonight's the Night. Um, very excited for these reissues, which I want to talk about reissues in general. Um, do you like reissues? Because for me, when it, if a record gets reissued and I buy one of them, I have to buy the entire series or I get very anxious. For example, the Beatles reissues, I can't own a Beatles record in a jewel case because I have 90% of them from the reissues. So I can't get another Beatles record that's just a jewel case. Or I'll be, just won't, I, won't, I won't be comfortable with it. Do you, I know none of you have that problem, but do you guys have any feelings on reissues? Any excitement towards them or resentment? I mean, when artists need a little bit more cash. Uh, you gotta get that cash. 20th anniversary. It seems like there's one for every anniversary. It's your 15th, get it. 20th, get it. 10th, get it. You got that 5th anniversary? Why not? Have a reissue. People are reissuing albums that they've come out with, like, after a few years. I don't have any problem with it. Especially for, like, vinyl. Like, you're not gonna buy a fucking, like, revolver on vinyl from the OG run. Like, it makes vinyl affordable in a way if it's like i'm a cd guy if so it's that's... a ridiculously expensive record if it's like 30 bucks that's the thing for the the time time fades away is incredibly rare on vinyl it's kind of stupid i don't know i'm all for making music more accessible so for you should do that yeah. that's fine yeah, it it's nice it, and it, if it they puts out a, a nice price and if they add extra content if they have a bunch of bonus shit that like no one's ever heard before, that's awesome. Throw that on. So, for these ones, it's exciting. Neil Young for a while refused to release these even on CD after their initial pressing. He hated these records. Uh, can't, on the beach and tonight's tonight again. Time fades away. I'm not 100 on. Time, on the beach and tonight's tonight have come out on disc in the 2000s, um, but this reissue, I, I don't know. I, I I might have to just rebuy if they do reissues for all Neil Young records. I might just have to buy all of them. I love Neil Young. You know what I hate? What? I hate when um, on Spotify they have the year of the reissue for the album and not the original year. Like, why? Yeah, no, they fucks that up the timeline. Yeah, it really fucks up the timeline. Yeah, because they have this nice timeline thing going, and then you'll be like, well, where's that seminal record that they put out? It's yeah, like, oh, and then 2013? it's in like, yeah, it's yeah, like, what? That's not true. Yeah, it's weird. I, I, that really bothers me. It bothers me too. I haven't gone on Spotify as much as I used to. But, I mean, Spotify, very, we can get a Spotify sponsorship. I think we may be made in the shade with Pink Lemonade, to be honest. No, it's going to either be Audible or, um... Dude, we get it. We get it. Load of the other classics. Um, well, Luke, 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 Crate. Guys Luke, Crate. Luke Crate. Luke Crate. Luke Crate is a crime. Luke Crate, if you're oh. listening, please. Luke Crate. Please sponsor us. Or Keystone Light. That would be lit. Keystone Light is always <laughs> smooth, You know how, like, people like that are sponsored Stella. by Audible have like a, they have to recommend a book. What book would you guys recommend? Yeah. Well, For the say, sake of this conversation, Nate, we're, we're saying that they do. What book would you recommend? Nate, you can Sponsored by Audible. They usually have you it within guys. like something that they're about at least. Almost guys. sponsored by Audible? Let's go. Let's, let's I've go. been reading, um, I, I can't think of a book. I can talk about Brave New World. They're making a new. They're making mm. a new TV series on Sci-Fi for it. I'm pumped to read the the book again for like the seventh time just to get pumped for it. Brave New World, dystopian or utopian, depending on how you look at it. Future novel, 
got tons. It's got everything you want from a sci-fi novel. It's got. I think there might, I don't know if there's robots, but there's definitely futuristic shit. You got orgies. You got drugs. You got fucking. It's crazy. It's a crazy novel. Get through the first three chapters. It's great. Brought to you by Audible.com. What about you? There you go. Um, I don't know. Cat in a Hat's pretty good. Fuck yes. Dude, that'd be rad. <laughs> you know what book I just read half of? What? Get in the Van by Henry Rollins. Shh. Read the first half, people. <laughs> that's all. You, that's all it is. <laughs> It's where did you where did you stop reading? I stopped reading somewhere in the middle. It's this it's Henry Rollins and he's pissed fucking off at the world. He's bashing skinheads in the face and he hates everybody and he doesn't talk to anybody and he's pissed off and then he's just touring with Black Flag and you're getting that and you're getting it over and over again. And over and over again, I was pissed. And so we went on to it. And it is, it's fun for a while, but you don't need to read all of it. Let me tell you. Brought to you by? Mm. Loot Crate. Brought to you by Loot Crate. <laughs> Nate. Um, Nate Hill, everybody. You got, a, you, got a, you got a book you'd want to recommend? Yeah, clap for Let's go. Come on. Let's give it up. Reading Quarter with Nate Hill. Yeah. Well... I recently picked up this book at my local library. It is uh, it's about this um, m- magic camp. It's called uh, Harry Potter. I don't these, think I've uh, ever heard of that. These parents send their, their children to this magic camp, and they, they get into all sorts of schemes. It sounds incredibly dangerous. Yeah, why would parents let their kids like go to this camp where there's magic? No, no, it's just a book. Oh, yeah, that's real life. Sense. Yeah. All right. Well, then, you know that sounds. I, I mean, I doubt anyone will read it, but I mean, it sounds kind of interesting. Vaguely, kind of, kind of sounds like a, like a Percy Jackson ripoff, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> An Ender's Game ripoff. <laughs> yeah, the guy who wrote Ender's Game is a dick. Yeah, he's a really big homophobe, I guess. Apparently, so is um the guy who made Earth. That was what disappointed me. The guy who made Earthworm Jim is apparently just the worst. It's just. What do you guys think about that when, like, some... Can a bad person... Does it change their work if a bad per if you, if you find out that the person who made it is a bad person? Like, do you think Bill Cosby's comedy legacy is completely destroyed? I mean... Not, not necessarily entirely Bill Cosby, but, you know, open thoughts. It's really It really depends, because I remember seeing this Bill Cosby interview after when all that first blew up that was like... He got it was nominated for like some it was some stupid award. It was like best guy ever award or some really stupid That is a very Like no, it was like a really dumb award. It was like something like he was the like man of the year by some magazine or something. So he um they were like, Oh, you're a great guy He's like, as far as anyone knows. And that He knew it. Yeah. He knew it. Oh god. So I, maybe some of his comedy like had like a darker edge to it. What do you think he's up to now? I know it now? did. He had actually had a joke um, uh, where he was talking about drugging and women in one of his older comedy specials. So he's he's been talking about it for a while. We just never took him seriously. Well, not- he actually is pretending to be blind now. I have no evidence that he's pretending. Well, to be he blind. looks like a a villain now. <laughs> he's he has like some like cataract eyes. Yeah, like, yeah. 
Nah, dude. Like, I, I, I would... You want to make a bet? I, well, I don't know if I would ever find out. I bet he's pretending to be blind. There's no way he's blind. You think? He's, he's pulling that blind. Right before his court date, you know, he wants that sympathy. He's like, how can I rape someone I'm if blind. I haven't seen him? Exactly. So let's move on to the next question. Visual albums are very big now. Um, this was one of the intro questions that you guys could have potentially picked, but you chose not to. Hmm. Uh, visual album, Blonde and Lemonade are the highest rated albums on Metacritic for this year. Do you think that will set a trend for more visual albums? I know they're not accessible for indie artists, or are they? Do you think we're going to be seeing a lot more visual albums in 2017? Give me some examples of visual albums. I need to, like... Dylan brought... I don't really know. Dil- Beyonce has done a few, but Dylan brought up... Uh, when I was talking about visual albums with uh, our friend Dylan, he brought up a very good one. Probably the best one, in my opinion. The Pink Floyd's The Wall is technically a visual yeah. album. That's the one, uh, Beyonce's last record. Basically pairing every track of your thing with a, either a, a visual movie or like music videos for every song. Um, Frank Ocean's was Endless, not Blonde. Oh, not Blonde, don't correct me I know that. exactly what my favorite visual album is. Interstellar mm-hmm. 555 by Daft Punk. That is a great... There you go, yeah. That's like the anime one, right? Yep, that's uh, it's like Blue Aliens. Mm-hmm. They're like playing all the like jams off of uh, Discovery. It's a great, great pick. visual album. Great pick. Yeah. That's a really that's, that's a good... I didn't even think about that. See, you think of you think of ones that you don't even really think about. They've been a thing for a while. Anyone come to mind now? No. Do you foresee in 2017 there being more visual albums? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Would you potentially... I could see Kanye West doing a visual album. Oh, in the totally, totally. Mainstream music follows trends a lot. Yeah. Look at yeah. surprise albums. Isn't my <laughs> surprise <laughs> albums are so overused yeah. now? Yeah. That, God, it seems like Beyonce is starting all these trends too, or at least her squad of marketing and writers. Kanye West does a lot of music videos. Like, where is the line between visual album where you have like a music video for a ton of songs and or like? You almost have like a narrative, like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. The music videos for that, like, kind of like pair up in a lot. I of think it. for visual album, because I mean, it has to be the whole record. Yeah, it has to be the whole record if you're doing a visual album. Um, but people can do very artful things with music videos. I feel like a lot of the ones where they have like a bunch of music videos, just because it's a really big, high selling album, and they can do a lot of music videos. Um, yeah, because I don't like Dixie Chicks, not Dixie Chicks, Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Spice Girls. I think one of their records has six singles. Michael Jackson always has tons of music videos. Had tons of music videos. Um, uh, remind me to bring that back up. I want to talk about something to do with Michael Jackson. But visual albums, um, there were a lot, when I was doing a little bit of research on that, there was a, there was a lot more, well, just the two that we brought up, Pink Floyd and that one. There were a lot more than I thought there were in the past. They're not necessarily a new phenomenon that, that is sweeping. I mean, did you have you guys seen the um, Beyonce, any of the Beyonce ones or the new Frank Ocean? I haven't ones? seen any of the Beyonce ones. I'm just hers she's are not just really music. On my radar. Yeah, hers are just music videos, just music videos for every track. Um, Frank Ocean one was just vague. It's like I think it was a bunch of people in a it looked like a, a shed doing some woodworking. Um, very very artfully vague for for no real reason. But I think this could open up a whole world of possibilities, visual albums. But 
does it does it tarnish any of the you know I think part of the innate beauty of music is that you can visualize whatever you want behind it does it does it do you think it'll be it good or bad or you know in between things because I know not everyone's gonna be doing it. I was gonna say I really hope not yeah I, I would hope most people don't do them but I think for the rare treat because I mean the wall makes that record probably a little bit better or it doesn't doesn't dehance the is that a word, dehance? No. Thank you. <laughs> but the wall's really good. You guys seen the wall? Yeah. I mean, I've seen parts of it. I've seen, like, is that what like the classic scene of we don't need no? And they're like want hammers. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's rad. I've seen it's that. Really, it's really cool. It's really cool. None of these new ones, these trendy ones, have really got me into it. I like uh, the Lucy in the Sky with diamonds part. Of the Yellow yeah. submarine. Yellow submarine. I think. That one's that one's crazy. I remember Trevor Zank just had a VHS copy of that in his backpack one day in orchestra. Been doing visual records. Just like, yo, this is sick. And I was like, alright. <laughs> Shout out to Trevor Zank. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, Trevor is the real homie. The real MVP of that. Yeah, visual albums have been around for a while then. Beatles definitely did a lot of a lot of visual things. Yeah. I mean, artists are gonna do whatever they want as far as like their creative projects. I think a lot of artists right now are trying to synthesize their music with like a lot of different mediums. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of multimedia projects that they're, yeah. that they're going for. I mean, look at that. Uh, I mean, they might have well have made because the internet a fucking visual album. He had a fucking screenplay for it. Yeah, I mean, he kind of did. Kind of. Oh shit, he kind of almost did, didn't he? Yeah. Does that count as a visual album? I don't know. I mean, like. It's a vague, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a vague line, is what it is. Yeah, it's, I can tell Noah's not too into the whole visual, visual I really don't watch music videos ever, so. I don't either, which is, um, surprising. I wanted to talk about the VMAs, because that's always a big, you know, that's a big to-do. It's one of the big, uh, I mean, obviously it's less big than when MTV was like a thing, but the VMAs are coming up. I thought about it because I went to call, uh, Plastic Audio Technica turntable new for like 65 and it sounds pretty good. That's what I have. Get one of those if you want to be a hipster. I got fucking idiots. I got like a three thing. <laughs> I never used the vinyl, but I got this. Audible stands for. Ah! Hello, John Lucre here, giving you a 
commercial for Loot Crate Industries. We here at Loot Crate give you the best prices on all your loot and crates. So next time you want to get a good price on loot, get yourself a Loot Crate filled with cool things like safety scissors and sizzling snakes. Look great. That I've been really disappointed in myself lately. I found out that if I want to make people laugh, I just go to my most vulnerable place, like emotionally, and express in the most genuine way what I'm feeling there. Look great.